Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Hockey is Played on Ice podcast. I am Tim. I'm your host. I'm joined by John. Hello. And uh, today, this is our first episode, so we're going to go through the Seattle mock draft that we've done. Um, Each of us have done one. Uh, This will be probably a chaotic episode. There will be no editing. Um, I know nothing about audio editing first off. Second off, we need to get this out before the draft. Uh, This is currently being recorded at 7.19 p.m. Eastern time on the 20th. So we've got just over 24 hours before the draft. So let's get into it. Just like that, it's it's six twenty in yeah, the central, central time, time zone, yeah, which well, is the superior time zone. Uh, no, no, I disagree with that. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, let's get right into this. Um, so, just a little introduction. I am a raging Pittsburgh Penguins fan who, uh, despite trying my best, they they I they do a lot of things that make me angry. Uh, the McCann trade being one of them. Of course, I understand it, but it will get to that when we get there. And I am a fan of the Carolina Hurricanes, and I am upset that uh, all three of Nino Niederreiter, Morgan Geeky, and Jake Bean are available. Uh, so, but <laughs> <laughs> we will, but like we said, we'll get to that all that. When, when we, we get, get there, there, we're I going don't want to think through about it. it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go through it alphabetically. Um, but before that, do you want to cover anything else or do you want to do it first? Um, let's do this first. Let's do this. All first. right. Sounds good. So when we start with Anaheim, they, like most teams, did the 7 3 protection. Yep, 7 3 is, 1. Yep, 7 3 1. Seven defense, uh, seven forwards, three defensemen, and one goaltender. So they protected Jacob Silverbird, Ricard Raquel, Troy Terry, uh, Nicholas something uh, French. <laughs> yeah, I oh believe. yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Isaac Ludstrom, Sam Steele, and Max Jones. While on their blue line, they protected Cam Fowler, Hampus Lindholm, and Josh Manson, and then of course John Gibson. So oh, just now noticing is under contract till 2027. My God, oh, that contract. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. He's, he's only 28 and goalies age like wine. Yeah. Well, but if but he still. has to keep carrying the ducks, he might not. <laughs> that was kind of my point. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's going to be in Pittsburgh within like three years. So oh fine. yeah, sure. So yeah. Uh, who'd you, who'd you take from the ducks knowing from, you... from the ducks? I took, of course, Hayden flurry. I feel like that's the obvious pick from the ducks. Yeah. When I the mean, team makes I it could... that obvious, you yeah, don't, I... you don't say no. Uh huh. I could see you digging into Jacob Larson, but I feel like at that point you're just splitting hairs. I mean, it's a 24 and a 25 year old left defenseman. Uh, they're both RFAs after next season. And uh, I can also uh, see Brendan Gooley, <laughs> Gooley but again, that's the same thing. RFA in 2022. Uh, you know. Yeah. So I could see either of those three, but I don't really see anyone else. Yeah, at that point, you're kind just, of really splitting hairs. Yeah. It, it. I could see either of the three. Like I said, splitting hairs. Anthony Stolarz probably isn't going anywhere unless they just want a goalie who's under contract for two years. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're in agreement there. Hayden, yeah. they, they just, you know, they, they got him from Carolina last year for a prospect and a pick. 
Um, was it a prospect? Is it, yeah, was like, considered a prospect? I, I think technically, like, but really, at least that's what I've been hearing is that it was a he, he was a prospect in the trade, but um, he's 29. I don't really, I don't know if that that's considered, a prospect. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's a prospect anymore. Once yeah. you hit the wrong side um, of 25, it's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, let's see. Was because it was just Hawking Pond like a fifth, wasn't it? I thought it was a sixth, but I could be it was wrong a blues on pick. Yeah, either way, it was Hawking Pond at late round pick. Yeah, so they they kind of got Flurry oh. to Carolina knew they were going to lose him in the expansion draft, and so they at least got something for him. Yeah, well, the Ducks didn't, but. Uh, are also bad, so. Well, the Ducks get to keep their existing roster, which yeah, is, is another thing that we'll get to later. So if we want to move on down to everyone's Coyotes. favorite dumpster fire in the desert, um, they as well went 7-3-1, protecting Clayton Keller, Phil Kessel, praise be, Nick Schmaltz, Christian Dvorak, Logan Krause, Johan Larson, Connor Garland, and then on their blue line, they have Oliver Ekman Larson because they had to. Jacob Larson, or the, where did that? Jacob, Jacob, Jacob Chitrin. Chitrin. <laughs> He's like one of my favorite defensemen in the league, yet I still just Screwed mispronounce his name. His name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I got Jacob Larson from. Uh, but, and then of course, Kyle Capobianco. Uh, Is that yeah. how you yeah. pronounce that? I'd just like sure. to point out when we were going through this. At like 3 a.m. a few nights ago, uh, is the guy that we that I figured just because he's young and I know nothing about him. And then of course Darcy Kemper because they made a trade for Aiden Hill. Well, they traded Aiden Hill, but yeah, they traded Aiden Hill oh, to the Sharks. Right. I'm trying to find. Oh wait, I'm in April. Joseph. Uh, Coronar, yeah, who I could twenty-two second rounder, Yosef, who I could see Yosef himself actually getting picked. Um, simply, simply because he signed. I mean, he's he's twenty-three. He signed. Um, very cheap contract. It's manageable. I mean, if he becomes nothing, oh well. He's like ninety percent of goalies who make it this far. Yeah. I mean, but, he could be a decent AHL player. Yeah, I know. I know nothing about him, so I'm not going to say any. I, I don't want to say anything mean about him, but I could see that being a pick. Um, see, I don't know if there are any, but so I could see. Like I said, I could see that getting a pick. Um, what do you think? What do uh, you think in here? I I could definitely see them taking Coronar, but I personally, I chose, uh, it was between uh, Tyler Pitlick or Christian Fisher for me. And Ah. I went with Christian Fisher because he's five years younger and makes less money. I thought, I thought of Fisher immediately as well. I think if I'm thinking of him correctly, I believe he's a fairly, he's a very serviceable two-way forward. Yeah, and I mean, he's, he's 24, say. so we've still got room to grow yet as well, so yeah. that's always, always good. Yeah, he was a... Oh, he was a 32nd overall pick, which is the first pick of the... Or is that the second pick? Uh, well, it depends that's, what year. Well, it'll, <laughs> it'll be the it'll first be the, pick of the second round next year, or well, this no, year, actually. Last, yeah, I'll say it'll be the last pick of the first round this year. Yeah. 32 teams. Yep. Yep. There it is. Yep. 
got to get that number in your head. That's that's yeah, that's that's fun. I always struggle with that. Yeah. So Christian Fisher, he's got a year left on a million dollar contract, and then he's hitting RFA with arbitration rights. Uh, I don't know how far that can get him. Um, if we go to cap friendly here, because it's incredible. Looks. Yep. He meets the requirements through the games played. So he can't take him to arbitration. I'm sure they'll probably have him either signed or traded before then. Yeah. So if you're, if you're bad, I mean, you can move somebody how, like the deadline. Yeah. I don't, arbitration doesn't really happen that too often. very often. If I'm remembering correctly. I mean, I thought Zach Aston Reese was going to bend the penguins over. An arbitration, but then he signed a deal. Maybe I want to say it was Aston Rays. Then he signed a new deal. But anyway, now we're gonna move on to everyone. David Baston. Baston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, of course, as well did seven three one with Bergeron, Pasternak, Marchand, Coyle, uh, DeBrusque, Craig Smith. And Frank Frederick. Trent Frederick, Wisconsin represent. Um, and then on the blue line, they went with McAvoy, Grizzlick, and Carlo. And then they went with Daniel Vladder, which somewhat makes sense. I mean, you're not going to take a lot, mask on a yeah, UFA. So. He's a UFA. I mean, it makes sense. He, was, he actually played pretty good when he played the Penguins, too. Um. Just a little side note, or I guess a sidebar. I pretty much didn't watch anyone who wasn't the Penguins. I think I caught a couple Blues games and then just Montreal throughout the playoffs and some other yep. playoff games. And that was the same way. I watched a couple <laughs> couple Canes games here and there. I certainly didn't watch every single one of them because I've got uh, other things that I got going on. But basically, if I was watching a game, it was a Canes game. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm yeah, so I'm trying to think. I know he I can remember one night he just played lights out and I think the penguins shot I think they had like thirty five shots and only scored once. Um yeah, when he's on, he's on, but you know, yeah. time, both, he's both also, he's, and he's still are, yeah are you know the wrong side of thirty and yeah. and also both of them are UFAs. So he's still twenty three and they're they're looking at a pretty decent spot. Um, when you look at their exemption list, you can see Jeremy Swayman, who also started for them. I don't think they have any other NHL players on that exemption list. But so, who did you go with from Boston? Uh, Boston was one of the ones where I was just kind of like. I really don't because a lot of their players are UFAs. Um, I personally, I went with uh, Jeremy Lozen um, or Lozen, oh, okay. uh, 24 year old, $850,000 cap. Yeah. RFA after next season. Decent, yeah. That makes, that makes hit. a ton of sense to me. Um, I could also see Jacob Zaboral, but I myself just went out of necessity of needing a contract and a forward. I went with Curtis Lazar. Okay. Who I saw playing in Buffalo against the Penguins and against um or and in the as as uh, on the Bruins because he was a throw-in trade with the, in the Taylor Hall deal, which I remember 
a lot of Buffalo fans were mad, like <laughs> saying he's like the one guy who actually gives effort. Yep. And we just threw him to Boston. <laughs> Which I don't really I don't understand that either. I don't understand anything that Buffalo is doing. I don't think Buffalo on, honestly, what doing. <laughs> I'm honestly. just count I'm I'm honestly I'm counting the days um for Jim Rutherford to get hired for them they to just would. cut they would do that. I want them to just cut Kevin Adams and just throw him into the wolves to the wolves and bring in Jim Rutherford because they've already hired like half of the Penguins front office. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, they got they stole Sam Ventura, which I'm still not really over. Uh, and I think they have Jason. Yeah, they have Jason Carmanos working in there, which means since those guys are there, high roles, they probably have a lot of smaller, um, less well known Penguin front office former yeah Penguin front office people. Which I mean, of course, it makes sense. So the minute Brian Burke was hired, I was like, "Ah, Venture is gone." But you know, having Brian Burke there because Rutherford for the last two maybe three years kind of neglected the hockey ops department yeah a little bit. so bringing in the hockey man brian burke to build that department back up makes a lot of sense and i think a lot of people clown it because they're like he's a bad gm it's like but you he's know not he's not GM. making decisions <laughs> so doesn't really bother me exactly. um so moving on to moving Buffalo. on ha fun is Owen Power ever going to play for them? I don't know. <laughs> you, you know Dude's going to play every year at Michigan. Let's see, you know who we definitely should have picked? is Clearly, we should have picked Jeff Skinner. Jeff Skinner. <laughs> oh, my God. $9 million cap hit through 2027. How, how oh did that? my. That wasn't Adams that signed it, wasn't that No, was, I don't remember what the that was. That was. Oh, God damn it. Oh, he was from Pittsburgh. I should know this because he was from Pittsburgh. Because they like they like just taking at all of our table scraps like capitals with our defensemen. Uh Botterill. It was yep. Jason Botterill. Yep, Botterill. He was he was the assistant GM um during the cup runs. Uh and you know, it, it was originally <laughs> when the Sabres hired him, it was seen as a big loss. And you'd see a lot of hot takes on Twitter about how, like, oh, Botterill was the, you know, when Rutherford was making the dumb decisions, it was, oh, Botterill is the real, uh, the brains of the operation. Laughs like, in Jeff Skinner contract. Laughs in nine <laughs> by eight. It's like the original trade was fine. And then was it a, it was a 40 goal year. I think so. Yeah. And then he was killed by Ralph Kruger. Noted. Basically soccer coach <laughs> yeah really all right so, so with buffalo uh, uh, again uh, and uh, a lot of teams were going to find this they did really well to hide a lot of their players whether it was decent current or decent prospect and it's not so well that they did a good job of hiding them yeah wait who, who do more as they, they just don't <laughs> have anyone Really worth protecting once you get past Jack Eichel, Sam Reinhart, and Rasmus Dahlin. <laughs> I mean, Ristolainen, kind of. No, um, apparently he's really bad. And he, they were in a tight game with the Penguins, and he pissed Crosby off, and that just that didn't end well for the Sabres. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. All right, so for Which, Buffalo, 
Uh, for Buffalo, I went with Colin Miller. Okay, mainly I was, I because I that. needed to find right hand. I needed to find right-handed D for the way that I put this team together. I found myself with a lot of younger players, and I found myself being a, a lot more attracted to the left-handed defensemen that teams had on their draft boards. Yeah. Um, so I went with Colin Miller. Uh, I probably wouldn't flip it. I mean, if you suck, you can, but I wouldn't flip it before you start playing games. Yeah. He's on He's on a $3.875 million deal for another season, and I believe he was in Vegas before. I, I believe that was him. Unless... Uh, you're asking me to remember <sighs> things about Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think it was Jake McCabe. I'm pretty sure. No, was, McCabe. Was yeah, it guy. was. I don't want to make a complete ass out of myself, but um, I'm pretty sure it was Colin Miller with Vegas. And I believe, yeah. Yeah. So he was with Vegas and then Boston. Oh, oh, no. He was with Boston and then. Did he get drafted by Vegas? Oh, okay. That's what must have happened. I'm looking at it wrong. So he was with Boston, and then he probably got drafted or traded to Vegas, where his production hopped considerably. Yeah, hence the pay uh, raise. Yeah, and then obviously it dropped He's yet with again Buffalo. with Buffalo. So I think I think that that's a nice little reclamation project that you can take there because you've seen him playing at his best. And um, if he's not with Buffalo, then he yeah. might have Then again, I don't know how well reclamation projects are going to go because the Kraken hired Dave Haxtall. Good point. And <laughs> I am quite familiar with his work from the Flyers. And let me tell you, those Flyers were not good. <laughs> um, right, so for my pick, I uh, went the opposite direction of you because you went defenseman. I went. Uh, I went forward. I grabbed the centerman uh, Zemgis Jurgensons. Jurgensons. Um, okay. Two point two million dollar cap hit uh, for the next two seasons. Uh, UFA at the end of it. Uh, he's ter- uh, currently twenty seven, so you know could be decent depth. Yeah, that yeah, I feel like he'd probably be a fine third liner, third line, second, like middle six center. Yeah, middle I six center, yeah. Passable, I would say. Former 14th overall pick of the Sabres. Uh, he had 19 points this season. Um, yeah, he's pretty consistent. Um, I probably wouldn't say he was worth a 14th overall pick, but this is the Sabres we're talking about. So the fact that he's what played scouting, the fact that he's played 489 games is a win for them. <laughs> Yeah, right, should, he hasn't should, been scared out of town yet. We should probably stop dunking on the Sabres. The fans have suffered enough. No, man, I'm not dunking <laughs> on the fans. I'm, I feel sorry for the fans. Yeah, I'm I, dunking I feel, on the organization. I, I feel sorry. All right. Um, so, moving on to the second best Alberta team. Somehow. Uh, <laughs> they, a, we we definitely picked the same person here. I'm yeah, sure. I I feel like it. They went they they went seven three one. Matt Kachuk, obviously Johnny Gaudreau, Sean Monahan, 
Michael Backlund, which frankly was a bit of a surprise to me. Milan Lucic waived his no-move clause. Uh, Elias Lindholm, they protected. Un- uh, Andrew, Andrew Majapani, I can yeah. say that one. Uh, <laughs> and Dylan Dubé. And then on their blue line, they protected Noah Hannafin. He's still 24. Dang. Been hearing about he, his name for a he, while now. He, yeah, he feels like he should be a lot older than 24. Rasmus Anderson and Chris Tenev. And of course, they protected Jacob Markstrom because who else were they going to protect? Um, you know, who's their other? Oh, that's right. The uh, big Civ Dave, but he they traded. somehow fleeced a third out of Toronto for him. Play like two or three games. Yeah. Did he right. even play in the playoffs? Uh, no. Was that all? Not. Was that all Campbell? No, the playoffs was all Campbell, I think. Did Freddie play at all in the playoffs? I don't think so. If he did, it was only one game. Uh, but I don't think okay. he did. Okay. I, I don't know. I only paid attention when they started losing and it was funny. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they still exist. Okay. So I'm pretty sure, again, we're in Una- uh, yeah. Unice here. Yeah, it's Mark it's, Giordano. It's Mark Giordano. I mean, the dude won a Norris two years ago. He's... Yeah. He's sick. You only have him under contract for a year. If you suck, you can trade him. If you're looking like a playoff team, name him your captain and go on a run. Exactly. And do what Vegas can do and win a Stanley Cup. Would be fun. Which, would be it, very would, fun. Oh, it would be so much fun if Seattle won before Vegas did. That would be amazing. I would love that. By the way, I kind of hate Vegas. So, yeah, I Seattle mean, is my friend. Yep, Seattle. Like, I think after the first year, like the same thing happened with the Predators, right? Although, well, less so for me, but I feel like for like just the NHL fans in general, like the Predators, like they had the whole hockey town thing. They went to the Stanley Cup final against the Penguins, and I, it was like, and that year was like Pittsburgh versus everyone. Like, everyone was like, oh my God, look at Hockeyville. It's so much fun. It's so cool. And then yeah. the Penguins ruined that, obviously. And then and after then that, it's the like, bad guys. <laughs> and, yeah, well, that's fine. We have been since, you know, tanking for Lemieux and then. Yeah. The, the Crosby lottery, which apparently was rigged somehow. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they won it because they didn't have Ovechkin. That's, but that's a, that's a story for another day. Yeah. Because they didn't win the 2004 one is pretty much why they won 2005. Yeah. But hey, that worked out for the better because of Kenny Mulkin. <laughs> yep. So. I'll say, but who else were you going to take from Calgary? We'll, we'll other, get to, uh, the option would have been Chillington. Take, I was Chilling. Chillington is a good option. Uh, he's not under contract, though, and you need 20 contracts. Of course, we didn't go over that, but. Yeah. I'd say you could you need take, to take twenty contracts. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna do that though, unless no. Calgary gives you a picks or maybe a prospect. Um, but yeah, there isn't really a lot of other interesting things here. There are a couple of young guys, but nothing really of no. There's analytical darling so. Dominic Simone, yeah. who everyone hates in Pittsburgh, which just whatever he's a whatever player it's not really a big deal yeah. um but carolina you, you like to move on to your team the yeah. brass bonanza so 
Carolina take this on just just like everybody else so far went seven and three and one. So for their forwards, they uh, protected Sebastian Ajo, Jesper Fast, Warren Fogel, Jordan Stahl, Andrei Svechnikov, Tevu Teravainen and Vincent Trocek. Uh, On the blue line, they protected Brett Pesci, Brady Shea and Jacob Slavin. And then they protected Alex Nedeljkovic uh, as their goaltender, because, of course, they did. So they're. This is where this is probably the first interesting team we've had. Yeah. Um, other than maybe Anaheim, which had like three left defensemen who are interesting, who are young and interesting. Yeah. Uh, this is the first team where things are actually fun um, because there are a fun lot for everybody of everybody but us Canes fans. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> yeah. But it's fun for me. So you got Morgan Geeky, which is big. You got Nino Niederreiter, which, of course, uh, continuing tradition of losing him for nothing. That he continues to be successful. Um, you could take Dougie Hamilton as a UFA if you think you can sign him. Um, was Hamilton originally acquired? When Francis was still there, that uh, that I that I would know. like to know. You should fi- figure that out. Yeah, um, let me Google it. And then, of course, there's Jake Gardiner, who some people have on their board, but I don't really think he's going anywhere. You have, of course, Jake Bean, and then who was the other guy? Or did I name him already? Yeah, I did. Okay, and then of course you have James Reimer and. Peter Morazic, both UFA goaltenders. You could take one. I don't know why you would, but Seattle totally could if it was up to them. Um, in my opinion, I think that the Kane or not the Canes, the Canes are going to lose Jake Bean. He was drafted by Ron Francis. That much I know. Um, you know, he's a young defenseman. He's from what I'm told, he's got a lot of upside, and I believe he was playing quite well in Carolina, wasn't he? Yeah, he was I believe really well. the original thinking was that, um, was that Flurry was traded, Bean was playing so well. Um, so and then this is this is probably the first like massive side deal team. It could be, yeah. Do you guys have your first this year? Uh, good question. That I'm not sure. Uh, I do know, though, that Ron Francis was um, director of hockey ops, uh, in tw- made director of hockey ops in 2011 uh, of the Canes, then was made general manager in 2014. Uh, and then on March yeah. 7th, 2018, he was named president of hockey ops again. Wait, 2018, you said? Yeah, but... Um, when was Hamilton? He was acquired for... in the seventeen eighteen season. So, okay. If, it, if that was a deadline deal, assuming that the deadline it was... wasn't, it was an off season deal, I believe. So if the, if he was then seventeen eighteen, so yeah, that would have been a Ron Francis trade. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is in, that is interesting. That in that, that case, be, that's yeah. that's a wrinkle, and you you can, wow, you guess it. Yeah, you have a lot of assets, which is why I feel that a side deal um, could definitely a side deal a... is potentially because you guys are good i mean you could probably throw a, a first or a third uh or a second away and maybe a guy like dominic bach you could throw with the kraken yeah um yeah you, know, you could throw a guy like dominic bach at him and then uh maybe they'll take like just one of your younger R, uh rfas who 
don't really have much going on. Yeah. I say I so uh, you took Jake Bean. I again I went opposite of you. Instead of a young defenseman, I went young center. I took Morgan Geeky. Uh, under contract again for the next season and you know, just again more depth yeah. scoring. I don't know if I've ever seen Morgan Geeky play, to be honest. I've only uh, seen a couple games, but geeky. it was decent. I mean, he had a couple of decent yeah, goals. Which is know, probably he's so he's right, of course. Um, he is quite young. Let's see how do you, how do you do this here? He is, ah, hockey DP. He had ten points in thirty six games. Yeah, for his age, that's not bad. No, knowing he, that he was the depth guy behind the likes. He of puts up Nick points in the A. Yeah, so he's so, a decent player. So uh, yeah, he'll be good. Um, I don't know if I could see the Kraken being more interested in. Him, the Nino Niederreiter, but I have a better player in the $5 million range that we'll get to later. Yeah, see, who plays the last Niederreiter is the reason why they didn't take him is because they've said they've come out publicly and said that they don't, they're going to try and keep their cap hit low or lower. And I, I have heard that, but I don't know if that's a bluff. It, I mean, it could be Galaxy. I, I, I could but... totally see that being Galaxy Brain because it's just like, oh, haha. I'm gonna just yoink this Carey Price and this PK Subban, and, but you know we'll get to that. Yeah. All right, on to Chicago, who has no one, literally no one. They so they protected <laughs> Henrik Borgstrom, Alex DeBrinket, uh, Brendan Hagel, David Camp, Patrick Kane, Dylan Strom, and Jonathan Taves as their forwards. Their defensemen were Caleb Jones, Connor Murphy, and Riley Stillman. And then they protected Kevin Lankinen as their goaltender. Yeah, so I could see it being Delia or Subban just because they're cost-controlled goalies with a contract. That is, yeah. So if you're looking at that, there's that. Uh, Nikita Zadorov has been a name who's been thrown around it would be quite fun. a bit. It would be fun if they took yeah. that off because then what was it? Andrew Shaw trade is just Saw, chick- no, it's, uh, was, was it Brandon? Was it, it was Brandon a sod deal. It was, yeah. sod, it was the second sod deal. That's right. It was the third <laughs> sod they, deal. They Bowman gave- has lost three <laughs> trades involving Brandon sod. I don't even know him to how that's, I don't know how that's possible. Colorado for nothing. <laughs> he, he lost the trade to get, send him from Col- to Columbus. Cause they couldn't pay him as an RFA, which by the way, directly led to the penguins acquiring Phil Castle and winning two Stanley cups. So thanks Bowman. Um, <laughs> because I don't know if you know the story, they were in on sod first because he's from Pittsburgh. Yep. And so when that fell through, they were circled back to the Leafs and got Kessel, who's a better player than sod anyway. So it works for me. Um, and then <laughs> they gave, they gave up a generational talent <laughs> to get him back. And then they traded him for Zadorov. So I don't. You know, I just don't really get it, but you know, that's the option. They don't Nobody really have much in ter- of Stan terms of forwards. Brett, Con- oh my god, he's in charge of Team USA, and I, I'm very <laughs> afraid of the you know, if you put the team together, they, they could be a gold contender, but I do not trust Stan Bowman. No, although he did fleece the hell out of the Oilers, but I. <laughs> 
But I mean, if, if, if we're ranking, <laughs> I mean, if we're ranking GMs, I would put Stan Bowman a lot higher than Ken Holland. But that's yeah. not really saying much. No, that's still two garbage GMs <laughs> in my not, opinion. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think either of them are particularly. I mean, at one time, of course, they were both top tier, but I think that they've both fallen very, very far. Especially Ken Holland. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I think he just stopped learning things 15 years ago. But you mean it's not still the dead puck era? No, it's not. I mean, right, yeah, so, you, it was the dead puck era, and you had some of the sickest players in NHL history. So yeah, all right. So who are you taking from the black? I took Calvin DeHaan. Um, just again, he's got a contract, but the wrinkle here is I have a lot of young left D and of course, so we put these lists together the way that we would put together a team in Ron Francis's shoes. If I was in control of Seattle, this is what I would do. Um, and I don't really like picking older players. I know a lot of the players that I have right now are um, that I've picked so far from the teams have been older, but just when you're looking at a f- team philosophy, I think you want to go like similar to what the Leafs did a couple of years ago, except not doing six by three contracts. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Similar to that, like acquire young talent, get some older guys to come in, teach them what's going on. On, um, I guess that's technically what they're still doing, and it's not getting any further. But um, you know, you start with the older guys, and then you bring older guys in. Obviously, I have Giordano on here, but you know, it's Mark Giordano, so you don't say no to that. You don't move him, and you don't say no unless Calgary offers like two firsts. Um, imagine if they give them like three firsts, take Lucic. Oh my! I mean, then you take it. You take that would be that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love these like, I love these like. Oh, you never trade Connor McDavid takes. It's like if Buffalo knocks on your nut calls and offers you fifteen first, like obviously in this nonsensical world where McDavid doesn't have a no t- NTC, uh, you know, you take it. Oh yeah, but you know, either way, so I. I take Dehan. He doesn't play. You maybe retain half. Uh, I the way yeah the way I finish this team. I have a lot of cap, but you flip him because I'd rather have guys that I'll get to later in my lineup than Calvin Dehan on the left side. See, and I I took so, I took uh, Nikita Zadorov. Uh, just he's younger. He makes that's understandable. Less money. You, again, he's an RFA. You can still flip him. Yeah, so. and it's dunking on Stan Bowman. So it's it is dunking on Stan Bowman, which is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on to Colorado, they also just like everybody else so far went seven three one. So for their forwards, they protected Andre Burakovsky, Tyson Jost, Nazem Kadri, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Valerie Nachuskin. Uh, Logan O'Connor and Miko Rantanen. And then defenseman was Samuel Gerard, uh, Kale McCarr, and uh, Devon Taves. And then goaltender, they of course protected Philip Grubauer. Yes. I'm trying to figure something out right now. I want to know if the Logan O'Connor is related to Drew O'Connor. I mean, it's entirely possible. But um, 
you know, they, they protected the guys that they needed to. They've got, you know, they left exposed Gabriel Landeskog, but he's a UFA. They left exposed Brandon Saad, but he's a UFA. Um, and then uh, Eric uh, Eric Johnson waved his no move. The 33 the guy, Eric Johnson. I, I don't think they're going to tell. Okay. I don't think they're related. They might be, but I, I don't think so. Um, I don't think you take. Johnson, I think he was just doing a good thing. You yeah. know, he wasn't a part of their playoff run. I think, you know, he's, I think he's a little bit overpaid for what he is now. Yeah, he's 33 he, making six He probably shouldn't seasons. have been a first overall pick, but he's had a serviceable NHL career. Um, I don't think that the Avs ever probably move on from him. They might, they might. Uh, if like a rebuilding team just will take on the contract for a first or something, but you know, I could see. I, I actually I don't know what the injury was. I don't either. But they, I don't know why he missed time. Um, but I would, I'd imagine he'd be back in a capacity. You know, he plays the right side. He's a big guy. He he does a lot of the dirty defensive stuff that you need a guy like that to do. So you could probably move the puck effectively enough. Um, so I don't, but I don't, again, I don't see him getting moved. I think that's $6 million cap and the injury probably scares him off. Yeah. I'll say as uh, of May 30th, it says that um, all, all that we know still so far is that it was still just an upper body injury, even though it happened yeah. in January. Well, yeah, it's because they weren't disclosing anything this year. Yeah. So, so, who did you go with? I went um, with Jonas Donskoy. Uh, he too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> dude's, dude's a consistent performer. He doesn't really cost a whole lot. You need to find offense where you can. And there's somebody right there. They just left. Yeah. Him. You know, he's there. Um, obviously, they want to protect guys like Kadri and Burakovsky. But you know, I th- I th- I actually thought that Don's going might get the spot over Kadri, who's thirty. Well, and that is can't, uh, God, can't stay out 30, of man. Box. Every it, playoffs, he gets uh, suspended. It seems it because he does every. <laughs> it's like every year, the dude. dude the dude tried to kill Justin Falk. <laughs> Right. I mean, not really. I mean, no, but but it I was mean, it bad. Was a, it was it was suspendable, hit. but he wasn't. I know. I don't think it was malicious. No, but it was definitely but, a suspendable yeah. hit. Yep. Uh, and then also just another thing of note: the Avs did protect Phil Grubauer, who's a UFA. They protected a UFA goalie. They really just did not. They were like, "We are not losing him. We don't care." <sighs> their other options were uh, Jonas Johansson or uh, Hunter Miss. Yeah. Which I mean, you could, I could see maybe taking this guy nah, like, like again a, like just for contracts, for, but just for a contract potentially. Yeah, Landis Cog is hilarious. Um, obviously, people are pointing out like, oh, call the bluff, call the bluff. It's like, sure. I feel like he probably wants to be in Colorado. Yeah, so you'd, um, you'd pick him, but, and then he'd just immediately go, "I'm not right. signing with you." On <laughs> on thirty one thoughts, um, Elliot Friedman was saying he wonders if. Landis Cog is hurt now, like not hurt physically, but more emotionally by what uh, Colorado was offering him. 
so he might be more enticed to go somewhere else. I mean, Possibly. and and there's a captain right there for you. Yeah, it's like if you sign that guy long term, it's like fuck it, screw it, you make him your captain. Uh, you know, I think probably in six six year deal takes him to thirty four. That's not terrible. That's not horrible. Because yeah. yeah, you could technically, you could theoretically get Don Skoy and Landeskog if you can sign him in UFA. Yeah, technically. But technically. We will cross that bridge when we get there. But for now, I have him taking. I forgot the name, Jonas Donskoy, and yeah. so do you. So, not really too much more to say there. I mean, a lot of their top guys are protected. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Know. So moving on to the Blue Jackets, which is another interesting team. It it, it really is. They so, went seven, seven three and one three and one, which I think only two teams didn't. I know of one for sure, which is the Leafs that went four. And the, four I know the Lightning did as yeah, well. So there's at so, least two. I think it's just those two. So they protected Jonas Corposalo because Elvis Merzlikens is exempt. I'm not sure why, because he is 27. Is he still on an ELC? I, Did he get a no, he no, he's started? making four million dollars. Oh. I don't. I'm not sure what that is, frankly. Um, so they protected Seth Jones, obviously, who is probably the biggest enigma in the NHL to me. Yeah, honestly, because like his reputation says he's really, really good. Analytics say he's really only a play driver and an offensive defenseman. Um, and then the eye test is like, eh, he's okay. okay. He's serviceable. Yeah, it's like obviously I think the 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 bigger the bigger guy is obviously uh, Zach Rowensky. Yeah, that guy. That he's a stud. He um, and of course they protected Gavrikov on the blue line. And of course, they protected Cam Atkinson, who, if um, Felino doesn't go back, Atkinson's probably their next captain. Probably. And then they protected Nyquist, who I forgot plays for Columbus. <laughs> yeah, you remember when Gustav Nyquist was a name? Dude, yeah, on the Red Wings. Uh, Patrick Line, Boone Jenner, Oliver Bjorkstrand. Jack Roslovic, who somehow was the best player in a trade involving Patrick Line. Yeah. Pierre Luc Dubois. Uh, and then they protected Aaron Robinson, who I have never heard of. I've never heard of Eric Robinson. Um, I'm not, honestly, I don't know why you. Uh, I, I guess it's probably just because they want to get rid of Max Domi, or maybe there's an attitude problem there. I don't know. I think he just died to it. Torts being torts, frankly. Yeah, if they but, if they don't get rid of torts, after they already season. they already did. They okay. hired they hired I, their that, so. assistant coach. Yeah, Blue Jackets fans were not happy about it. Hmm. We just I, got rid of a coach. Let's hire his literally his assistant. Yeah, him. I'm not sure. I don't know anything about him. Um, but I really don't. I don't know. I I personally went with Domi. I mean, he's under con. It's a big contract, but it's only a year. Yeah. Plus, plus I mean, he's still decent. It's not like you can't just like go hot buy, yeah, just trade can, him back somewhere. So you could you can flip him for sure. There's there there exactly. would be a lot of teams that would be there. There would be takers. Center. 
Yeah, there would be Taker, especially on an expiring contract. Because if he sucks, you can just go cap by. Yep, we're not going <laughs> to sign you. Have fun in free yeah. agency. Yeah, pretty much. Which I mean, he'd probably be fine with. Yeah, so uh, the only other real, like, even real options that have contracts beyond the end of this season, it were Kevin Stenland and uh, Dean uh, Kukan. Kukan. Yeah. How to pronounce that? Yeah, I don't know. Um. <laughs> Just real quick though, how did Cliff Pooh make it to the Blue Jackets? You because he was he point. was the return for the the Hurricanes got him in the Skinner deal. How did how did he get to Columbus? That's an interesting question. Was there like a reason Panther Panther? What is this trade tree? <laughs> Hang on. Okay. Okay. First trade Buffalo Sabres acquired Jeff Skinner uh, for Cliff Poo, a second round pick, a third round pick, and a sixth round. Jesus, that's a lot of picks. Um, Yeah. So picks. And then, oh, oh, I see. (laughs) There's our good old friend, Future Considerations involved. So, uh, yeah. so yeah. the Panthers got Cliff Poo for future considerations, and then oh, okay. So he was so he was the return for Nudavara. Got okay, gotcha. Yeah, I say you want to talk about future considerations being our friend. How about the good old no return that the Islanders got for trading? Oh, the contract we'll to of that. Andrew Ladd. We'll get to that. <laughs> I mean. We'll get to yeah. We'll get there when we get there. But yeah, I, I much like you also uh, grabbed Max Domi. Um, yeah, I I, I feel like it's the obvious pick. He had a down year, obviously. I mean, just give him a couple good wingers and let him go ham. Exactly. Just, let him be Max Domi. Yeah, exactly. Let let Max Domi be Max. Like it's like let Patrick Liney be Patrick Liney, but Torts is Torts is going to Torts and get hired <laughs> by Vancouver or something. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine Torts going back to Vancouver. Oh no. It'd be amazing. Who needs a coach this year? Um the Rangers hired Gallant. Um the Senators Hurricanes have, are fine. Yeah, they're fine. We if Sullivan gets fired, I'm just gonna hop off a cliff. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like, you know, it's like people constantly bring up like oh, you've the three first round exits in a row. It's like We've lost the most man games to injury in the league for like five years in a row, and he keeps us competitive. That's as much. That's as much as I need to keep him around. See, I mean, here's the thing, though. If you really need a coach, for go with Bruce yo. Hang Andrew. on, hang on, hang on. I don't know who Edmonton's coach is anymore, um, oh, but no. I feel like it would be hilarious to watch John Tortorella. Tortorella try to turn Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl into power forwards. <laughs> it's not going to happen, but that would be really funny. I mean, you talk about perennial first-round exits. Just hire Bruce Boudreaux. Look how well that worked for the hey, Minnesota that's, Wild. That's just home game seven exits. True. All right. All right. So moving on to Ooh, Dallas. On. Dallas. We've got, uh, again, 7-3-1. They protected in the forwards. Jamie Benn. Uh, Radek Faska, uh, Faxa, Dennis Gurianov, Rupe Hints, Joe Pavelski, Alexander Radulov, and Tyler Sagan. 
defensemen, they protected Miro Haskinen, John Klingbert, and S- uh, Essel Lindell. And then goaltender, because uh, Ben Bishop waived his no-move clause, they were able to protect Anton Hudobin. You know, while we're on Dallas, I don't think anyone, I, I don't think it gets talked en- about enough how Tyler Sagan was traded to Dallas. Like everyone just points out, like, oh, he was traded for Louis Erickson and like nothing else. At least I think that's what it was. But that's that's not the important part. The important part is Sagan got traded because he apparently reportedly slept with Nathan Horton's wife. Oh jeez. <laughs> that's why he got traded. Which if it's, if that's true is fucking that's really funny to me. That is also that is I am really sorry about my chair. I hate it. Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not picking it up that much on hey. phone, so hopefully the recording okay. is picking All right, much. hopefully hopefully not. Like I yeah, said, yeah. there will be no editing to this. So <laughs> anything in the background, I'm sorry if you're hearing This is it. getting thrown together. If people like it, minute. we'll get better. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, so I honestly forgot who I took from Dallas. Oh, oh yes, prospect. So Did I took uh I took Adam I want to say Masherin. Okay. Uh, you know, he's young. He puts up points. Uh, he's 20. Like I said, he's 23. You could probably play him on like a third line, second power play kind of role. If you have penalty killers that you don't need to fill that role. But I mean, I feel like you could probably use him as like Jared McCann type, something like that. Similar. If I had to just think of a player, like, I mean, obviously not quite as two way as McCann was, but you know, we'll get to Jared McCann. Yeah. So I, I went ahead and grabbed the guy who's who's been there, you know, been there for cup runs, you know, didn't win it. But uh, I grabbed Blake Como for a little, a little huh. bit of veteran presence, ah. kind of teach the younger guys. He's mm. only you're only paying him two point four million for next season. And then he's UFA. So the know. other thing I could see is Ben Bishop. I mean, technically, I yeah, could I see because but... Bishop is sick. Like the dude is good. But he's made of glass. Yeah, he's he's very injury prone. <laughs> but when he's on it, he's on it. He, yeah. I mean, he's got. Let's see. He had a nine twenty in. Okay, he played forty four games. Okay, okay. Mm, you know, hang hang on. He had a nine twenty this year, a nine thirty four last year, and a nine sixteen the year. Ooh. Goaltending this, was not their issue this year. In this the dude is good. Score. Because yeah, although I mean, I'm saying this like I didn't know that Ben Bishop was good. I knew, I know he's good. He's just made of glass. Which also, I, um, I don't know if he volunteered, or if he was kind of told, or if he was asked. I only know (laughs) if one player, one player who volunteered, and we'll get to him. But yeah, Ben Bishop's sick. I could see that being a pick. That's not who I went with. I went with a child because. That's how I like to build teams. Yeah, I mean, if you can build, hypothetically, if you can build them young, then so you can yeah, kind of build around. And, and like I players. said, I think give him a year, maybe two, maybe three. I think he'll be pretty good, yeah. at least a decent middle six NHL player. On to so, Detroit. On to Detroit, another team that just isn't fun. No, so they went seven three one. Uh, Tyler, Bertuzzi. like everyone else so far, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I'm gonna sound like a broken record by the end of this until we get to the uh, next. yeah, but, um, Tyler Bertuzzi, Adam Ern, uh, Ernie, Ernie. Okay, I'm like, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, they 
protected Robbie Fabry, Dylan Larkin, because why would you why would you expose Dylan Larkin? I don't um, know. Michael don't, Rasmussen, Giovanni. Don't they just name him? I think they named him the captain this year, too. I, I, I believe I they did. That. Yeah. And then Jacob Vrana, who they just got in the trade with of course. Uh, the Capitals. They, and then they, for defensemen. They, they, they traded. Let's let's just talk about this quick. So I love Yeiserman. I'm not a Red Wings fan. I just love how uh, how much of a genius this man is. Uh, he traded Anthony Mantha for a better player and got a first round pick too. That is <laughs> that is <laughs> that is hilarious to me. And I is love he that. Lose that good player I uh, I, I love that. I mean, the Caps aren't going to lose Mantha, but they, who cares? I mean, Verona didn't work in their system, so I feel like they had to trade him. Or that's what I read. I mean, I always thought Verona was kind of sick and pretty likable, which there aren't really a lot of likable capitals. Haha, <laughs> Penguins bias, but you know how it is. Um, which, by the way, when are we getting another Penguins Capitals outdoor game? We need one. For I, sure. I want it. Like, I think the last one was in like 2011. It's like yeah. they played it's the been, Flyers outdoor twice. Uh, yeah, it's time. It's like at least while one more while Ovi and Crosby are around. Exactly. We need just well, one more. We're just assuming walk. that Ovi's going to re-sign with the Capitals. Mm. He hasn't signed a contract. <laughs> He's technically okay, exposed okay, in this right. draft. Yeah, okay. All right, moving Let's back to the Red Wings. Wings. Yeah, so then on defense, the yeah. Red Wings uh, protected Philip Hronick, Nick Letty, and Gustav Lindstrom. Hmm. And then they protected Thomas Grice as their goaltender. Yes, of course. So I went with um, former, I believe, first-round pick, Dennis Chalowski. He's 23, 900K. He's currently an RFA. Doesn't I don't believe he has arbitration rights. He does not. So, you know, left defenseman, 23. I think he could be pretty good. You know, he just another left defenseman to add to the ranks. Yeah, see, <laughs> you know, I uh, guy you could flip, guy you could play. He's kind of in that range. Yeah, see, I, I picked a right defenseman. I picked Troy Stetcher. That's a that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Million. That's also that's also a contract. So that makes it is, that yeah. that makes a lot of sense. But Not obviously, like I said, I'm trying to stick to my philosophy <laughs> of kind of boring cheap children. Yeah. Okay. Edmonton. Edmonton. We already dunked on Holland. I don't know if we could keep doing. <laughs> I mean, hey, at least he was smart enough to protect Dry Seidel and McDavid. <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. He had to. <laughs> Actually, wait, do they not? Oh. Yeah, we can, I'm looking on Cap Friendly. Can... It doesn't look like they have no trade clauses. Do they not? Uh oh. <laughs> they might have no trade clauses. They might just not have no moves. Yeah. I'll say, um, Here, let's see. We could have the uh, meme again of. Always, you know, again, you were talking about Nino Niederreiter losing him for nothing. How about James Neal? <laughs> Could take 33-year-old James Neal. Hey, the Patrick, or the, the Penguins didn't lose him for nothing. No, but... They traded him for Patrick Hornfist. Who then got traded to the Florida Panthers. Yeah. And I like Mike Matheson, but kind of like Hornfist a little more. Maybe, but like I said, I like Matheson. It's just the contract is a little, a little bit. Yikes! Rough. Why can't I find the the team? 
Okay. Edmonton. Hmm. Hmm. There's nothing there. They don't have no moves or no trades or anything? That's... Ah! Aha! I see! They kick in. Oh, okay. they They kick in halfway through, yeah. So, Dreisaitl's got uh, starting in 22-23. Uh, Dreisaitl's got a modified no-trade clause, no-move. Um... Okay, not sure how that works. Uh, and then McDavid has a full no move kicking in the same year. So Shirelli a- actually signed good contracts here. There, uh, there could be a no, or there could be a technically a Connor McDavid trade before that clause kicks in. Fifteen first round no. picks from Buffalo. Yes. I love how I brought that up earlier. Like, oh yeah, if McDavid accepted the trade, that you could you do it. You have to. Hey, <laughs> Ken Holland, boy, do I have the idea for you. <laughs> trade, you know, a generational talent away for a bag of magic beans. Hey, it's Buffalo. They're half of them are going to be like first overall picks. Good point. <laughs> All right. So uh, All right. from the Edmonton Oilers for this for this draft, uh, I looking at what was there, I've just there was really nothing much that I liked per se. So I went yeah. ahead and got some depth goaltending, and I grabbed Alex Stalock. Smart, smart. Who uh, I could see totally getting picked. I went with Tyler Benson. Okay, that's fair. Young. I believe scoring depth depth. I mean, he scores at the AHL level. I know that much. Uh, for some reason he can't get in, uh, in Edmonton, which seems ridiculous to me because they suck. So maybe he sucks. Uh, but well, I don't know. Also, I feel like it's also the Oilers. So we know. Yeah. They it, it's also the Oilers. So where only three players are allowed to be good and sometimes Darnell Nurse. <laughs> well, and sometimes Yamamoto. Yeah. But I, I think if you give the guy an opportunity, he could be pretty good. He's an RFA, no arbitration rights. So 23. Well, I feel like I feel like you might as well just go for it yeah. at that rate. You know, keeps it cheap, keeps it young. That kind of thing. Moving on to Florida. The Miami Panthers. <laughs> so they sorry, again, Sunrise Panthers. Yeah. Sunrise I don't I don't Florida. understand Florida. I don't either. But um uh, they went seven three one. So they uh forwards they protected Alexander Barkov, Sam Bennett, Anthony DeClaire, Patrick Hornquist, Jonathan Huberdo, Mason Marchment, and Carter Verhage. Defenseman was Aaron Ekblad, Gustav Forsling, and Mackenzie Weger, and then goaltender they protected Sergei Bobrovsky because mm. he had to. <laughs> He's already thirty-two. Yep. Did that deal ever look good? No, it is because it, it, I don't. I remember the day it was it. signed. Kind of. It was okay because they were like, "Oh, Bobrovsky's going to be good," and then he shit the bed. <laughs> oh. Does that no move clause ever expire? Because I've seen, I've seen deals that have like no move clauses for the first half. Because I think that's how Bennington's is set up. Like it's got a full no move for the first half, and then it switches to a modified 
Uh, yeah, it switches to a modified in 2024. Oh God. <laughs> oh wait, that's that's Aaron Eckblad. Never mind. It switches to a modified. Uh, okay, 2024. So I was right. Anyway, I don't know why I was looking at Aaron Eckblad, but never mind. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So thank your lucky stars that Spencer Knight is exempt. Yeah. <laughs> But you're losing your goalie anyway. It's yep. it's Chris the Trigger. worst. It, it's the worst kept secret around uh, around this draft is you know Trigger's going. He's going to get three and a half by three. I think is the report. Um, you know he's very played very limitedly, but I, there are a lot of good goalies for Seattle here. So I don't think I I think that you can kind of. Um, Take a shot on a guy like Drieger. Yeah, um, and so Florida gets screwed in two expansion drafts. Yep. Very epic. All right. So moving on to LA. Another team that was just like boring. Take. <laughs> so they did seven, three, and one. They um, protected forwards they Leas protected Anderson. Dustin Brown. Yep, they protected okay. Dustin Brown. But they, they protected uh, Leas Anderson, Dustin Brown, Victor Arvidsson, who they just got in that trade from uh, Nashville. Nashville. Nashville was, that was a good deal, by the way. Yeah, Victor Arvidsson's a good player. I actually, I watched him in the A uh, in Milwaukee, and he was he was a decent player there. Um, and then Alex Ayafalo, Adrian Kempe, Anze Kopitar, and Trevor Moore. Uh, defenseman Drew Doughty. Hmm. <laughs> oh, about a contract. That's still, <laughs> although it's bad, but it's nowhere near as bad as Carlson's deal. I don't want to be here for a rebuild. Do you realize what team you signed with? <laughs> Sign, rebuilders. Signs of the rebuilding team. And then they, uh, so Drew Doughty, Matt, was that Matt Roy or Matt Wah? I don't know how to how It is. Oh, I want to say it's, I think it's Wah. And then uh, Sean Walker, and then goaltender Calvin Peterson. Cal Peterson, which means technically good. Jonathan Quick is available in this draft. He's at not going. Years old. He's. <laughs> if I'm not picking Bishop, I'm definitely not not picking Quick. Quick. No. It's like I, I think glass. if if you if you had to if you gave me the option, gun to my head, I am saying Ben Bishop so fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's like so, between those two, and like even with Carey Price, who we'll get to, like, like Ben Bishop at the cost of Ben Bishop, maybe Ben Bishop. Uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. what Seattle wants to do. We're not hockey men. We're just two kids who have cap friendly. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's basically it. Cap, cap friendly and a Zoom call, and that's all this is. Yeah. Yep. And two headset mics from Xbox. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I apologize if the sound quality is completely. Uh, you know, we're doing it. All right. So Gr- Grundstrom is there, who is quite the opposite of an analytical darling. So. Look out for Ottawa to come in and try to snag him somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, before I was saying, I wonder if I could find a way to dunk on Pierre Maguire, and there it is. There it is, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but mm. on the real, who do you have from L.A.? Um, I just grabbed Andreas Anthony to see you. Um, 1.2 is an RFA. You can flip him if he doesn't want to sign with you, or you can use him, again, as kind of depth you know, center, you know, he's, he's serviceable. He's not great. He's not horrible. He's, he is, he is guy. 
and you need guy to play Hawk. yeah he is guy <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing you need from the expansion uh i went with wagner okay. uh, with austin wagner you know he's 24 he you know he's only played the 171 nhl games but you know he's got 22 goals 40 points in those games and he's kind of guy for the time being again he's kind of a guy i just kind of went with him because he has a contract and you needed usable a lot of rfa and you know the other one was grunstrom but again analytics is terrible i think he could still be good maybe there's also drake ramisha who's 22 so or Blake Lazat also there. A couple couple of these interesting ish things. Guess. I mean, I called them boring, but yeah. I mean, so the team itself is boring. Now a team that isn't boring because of one guy yep. who's exempt. Yep. Of course. <laughs> Minnesota Wild. So we have uh Zuccarella protected under a no movement clause. Kevin Fiala, Marcus Felino, Jordan Greenway, Ryan Hartman, Joel Erickson, Eck and Nico Sturm. And then on their blue line, we have Jared Spurgeon, Matt Dumba, Jonas Brodin, and not Ryan Suter. No, no, notably yeah. Ryan Suter not on the list. Rot- notably not wild. Minnesota Wild guy. So the I feel like again, similar to Drieger, this is a very obvious pick. Yeah, you're taking Captain It's Captain Kakinen. The dude, he's 24. Or I don't think he was really he had a good record, but he wasn't really lights out. I mean the team itself just played really well. Yeah. And I mean year, he's RFA at the so, end of 2022, so you've uh, got the leverage there. Yeah. And they also flip him if you need to. But I would I mean personally I wouldn't flip cock I, I want to see what like, he is. Unless come 2022, he is literally I am not playing for you for this team. Yeah. Under any circumstances. But you know. I think there could be a side deal here because guess who has our first? Oh, good point. From the Minnesota wild. Yeah. From the Zook. Oh God. (laughs) Uh, And and Kalen. Remember when you thought that was a good trade? It, it, it was last year for a year. He, He, no, he was good. And then he was like one of like the four good penguins in the Montreal series. Um, and then this year is kind of a mess. So Capo Kakinen moving on. I don't really think there's anything else unless a side deal comes in. Yeah. You know, Carson Sousey, interesting. You pay probably them. not. You, uh, if you're Minnesota, you definitely try to do a side deal to get them to take like, I, or something. yeah, I think, I think you do that. Or like maybe you can pay them less to take Sousy than Bukestad. Okie dokie. On to a fun team. Montreal. Hmm. This is Cole Caulfield's team, and you can't convince me otherwise. Wisconsin represent. Luckily for them, he's exempt from this. Yeah, because he's a child. Correct. So Suzuki? is Suzuki exempt? Looks uh, like. Yep. Yes, he, he is. Protected. Yeah, and he's not on the list. Yes, yeah, so they went 7-3-1. Uh, they protected Josh Anderson, Joel Armia, Jake Evans, Brendan Gallagher, uh, Jesperi Kotkaniemi, 
Arturi Lekkinen and Tyler Toffoli. Uh, for defense, they protected Ben Sherratt, Joel Edmondson, and Jeff Petrie, notably not on that list, Shea Weber. Uh, mm, and then is an interesting case. He is. Uh, and then for goaltender, again, interesting one here. They protected interesting Jake and- Allen because Carey Price offered to waive his no-move clause for the extension. Yeah, interesting in the same way as Weber, though, because apparently now they're both reportedly dealing with injury issues. Mm, yes. Bit sus, gotta say. But, I mean, honestly, I'm not really buying into that whole conspiracy theory thing. I think they're both just old and... They just got literally like... Dealing with you handed out what a week and a half ago. It's yeah, it's <laughs> it's a hard. It's it, the playoffs are so hard to get that far in though. Yeah, so. and have not have your body fall apart. And Shea Weber's had a lot of hard miles, and you know, Carey Price is a you know with goalies, it's like you know maybe does something a butterfly, a weird butterfly, yeah. and just tears something. I don't know, yeah, or, or something nagging him, and he's yeah. just like, but it's the playoffs, so yeah, I'll just push through it and be one of the best goaltenders in the league for a minute. Here. Yeah, no, Hold Jake on. Allen was making four, four point three. Yeah, and he got like zero use from the team she... last year. No, no, he did. He was one of the reasons they made the playoffs. I mean, true. When when he played a lot of Price games for him down. down the stretch. Yeah, remember how Price um, lost that, like, got blown out in that AHL game. And then yeah. they're like, damn, they're not doing anything against the the uh, Maple Leafs. Leafs in three. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's. Just, I I I took Flurry, Kale Flurry. Okay. Who I think is the smart pick. Um, I want them to take Carey Price. That would be I so really, fun. I really do. The way that I've built, we would, team, we would be living in the best timeline if they picked Carey Price just to call the Canadians bluff. I mean, even if he's not good in Seattle, it would be so much fun just to go. Hey, Carey Price is got picked in the expansion draft. Yeah, but um, the same thing with Shea Weber too. Who, Shea if Weber he is funny, if he is dealing with injury problems, hit him on LTIR or let him retire and let. <laughs> and just not let Nashville go. I'm in danger. Yeah, exactly. That Caffrey capture is gonna kill them. If he's actually in, you know, serviceable shape, like if it's only, you know, it's it's not something yeah. significant, you could then use him to probably entice yeah. Ryan Suter to your team as well, because those two that play well together. Could be interesting. That that would be that would be the most scary like third pair you've ever seen. <laughs> Shea Weber and Ryan Suter. God, that'd, that'd be terrifying as a third Convince me that the Washington Capitals don't want to do that oh, after trying to put together do. like the 2011 All-Star team last season. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> All right, so I actually grabbed Brett Kulak uh, myself. Uh, is Kulak a four? Oh, okay. Left that's, that's, a, that's, that's a good pick. It's a good pickup. Um, I went younger, and Kale Fleury's on the right, True. which hard to come by. Dude's young. Dude's got upside. So why are there so few right defensemen in the league? <laughs> why is that a commodity? I I don't know. All I know is John Marino is a saint. All right. So moving on to Nashville. This is the weird one because you normally see seven three one or four four one. First four four one. No, they went three five one. What? Wait, that's a thing. Hang on. You can. Oh my God! How did I not notice this before? Yeah, they, they, you can 
731, or you can uh, you can protect eight players plus a goalie. Yo. So they they protected three forwards. Okay, I see. Yeah, Tanner Janot and Luke Kunin. By the way, favorite tweet of the year uh, was from the Hurricanes. Damn you, Philip Forsberg, and your beautiful mustache or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you remember it, but that tweet made me just bust out laughing. So then they protected five defensemen. So they've got uh, Alexandra Carrier, Matthias Ekholm, which I'm surprised he didn't get moved at the deadline last year, but you know they're protected yeah. now. Uh, Dante yeah. Sabro, Roman Yossi, and Philippe Myers, and then newly acquired. You say Saros because Pekarine has is... retired from the okay. league. He shall he forever be. However, too good right now. Technically, you could still pick him in the draft. <laughs> he's Did you actually? Techni- no, he's technically well, available though. Hmm. A well, cap it of five mil. Shall he forever be too good right now? He is always too good right now. <laughs> Who'd you go with? Uh, I went with Colton Sissons, right winger, 27 yeah. years old. I took Yarn Croak because I needed a guy with a contract, and it was cheap, so I did it. Yeah, say Colton He's also signed to term. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want term. Um, although Col- the Colton Sissons deal is, that is quite... Hmm. Looking at guy? that now, that is kind of nice. Having a guy on the contract under three million for that long—that is kind of nice. Yeah, he's especially he's after the cap lights out. But he's that's he's got- no, and that's going to become a commodity after the cap starts moving again. Yeah. So moving on to we have Jersey, the Devils. So they went back to the normal seven-three-one. So they protected on forward Jesper Brat. Um, Nico Heeshier, uh, Yanni Kukinen, Kukinen, uh, Michael McLeod, Yegor uh, Sharangovich, uh, who was Wood, he Pavel was really Zaka. good this year, yeah. And then he was, he, I don't know why he was noticeable every time he, he played was. the Penguins. He, he I had was. never heard of him before, you know. I didn't watch a single Devils game unless they were playing the Penguins, yeah. Why would you? But, unless you want to see people making bloopers come on man yeah um but yeah he was really noticeable so yeah and then for defensemen they protected ryan graves uh damon severson and newly acquired uh jonas siegenthaler talk about a good trade by the way that is the graves trade yeah i i think maltsev is maltsev is pretty decent i think and then to get a second as well for a guy that you were just going to lose is pretty exactly. awesome and for then, them. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood is the goaltender they're protecting because that. Just or I'm sense. really high on Blackwood. He's good. He's, He's good he is good. Yeah. Um. I mean, he. I think he had like a 908 or something this year, but he's on the Devils. So. He's on the Devils, so that's actually pretty good for a Devil. Yeah. <laughs> so I went with. Will Butcher. I went with the same. Will Butcher. <laughs> so I think he slots in perfectly right under Mark Giordano. He's only on a one-year deal. So if you suck, out of town for a young guy. Yep. Yeah. Even though he's only 26. So if you're good, like just resign him, man. Exactly. Yeah. You can build a defensive core around him once Giordano. You, you really, you really could. 
And then a guy I have in here who we'll get to later is another guy that you Could do can kind of build around, but he's also somewhat of a win now guy. Yeah. So. Well, good thing we're we're on we're on the same page there. On to um, the bane of my existence, the New, New York, York Islanders. Islanders. So they went seven three one, and they've got some notable uh, people available, but they protected Matthew Barzell, Anthony Beauvillier, Cal, Cal Clutterbuck. Anders Lee, Matt Martin, Why? Brock Nelson, and John Gabriel Pajot. Uh, and then defensemen, they protected Scott Mayfield, Adam Pellick, and Ryan Pulak. And then uh, their goaltender was Semyon Varlamov. So notably, that leaves Jordan Eberle and Josh Bailey available. So, which one did you pick? I picked Josh Bailey. I picked Eberle. Fair enough. I, I went with uh, Bailey just because he's half a million cheaper. Uh, okay, I, I think Eberle's a better player, personally. Yeah. He's also a penguin killer, so I one. really want him gone. <laughs> that fair enough. I, <laughs> um, but I, I think you know it's it's a free top six forward. Yeah, either one don't of them don't pass team. it up. Just pick one of them. Yeah, and move on. Other than that, don't really see much. Maybe a blue liner. Maybe doubt it. Uh. So this is the team that traded a guy and three picks for no return. Yes. So their um, trade was Andrew Ladd, a 2021 second round pick, a conditional 2022 second round pick, and a conditional 2023 second round pick to the Arizona Coyotes and got nothing in return. Literally I, I, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Although I can't imagine that those are going to be terribly high picks, but the Metropolitan is going to be so good next year. That that's the division of death. That really just automatically it's just, you got it's literally a battle royale. You got two. You got two first seeds from this year. Um, the Capitals are going to try to keep their window open. Uh, the Flyers are just either hey we're really good or hey we're really bad it's gonna and depend then on how good carter Hart the rangers is. are rebuilding the, the islanders somehow keep winning without like any talent they, got they just Barzell win they just win they just win hockey games and it infuriates they play it. the boring hockey <laughs> yeah um and then there's the devils who are gonna be in last oh yeah <laughs> and then the Blue Jackets are probably going to be second to last. Probably. Yeah. All right. So, so moving on to the Rangers. Yeah. They went. I think the one. obvious pick is Anthony D'Angelo. Oh, God. No, definitely not. Let's. Uh, Mr. NYR fan himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he'd, he probably wouldn't even go to Seattle. He'd send a burner. <laughs> but uh, uh so the rangers 731 they protected pavel buchnevich philip hedel chris Kreider, artemi panarin kevin rooney ryan strom and mika zabanejad uh and then on defense they protected uh, what is that libor hayek uh or hayek i don't know how to pronounce that uh ryan lindgren and jacob truba and then for goaltender they protected alexander georgiev Alrighty. So I I did the with another player that you'll note later. Uh, I picked Barclay Goudreau, even though he's a UFA. Ah. I think they could probably convince him because okay. apparently, reportedly, there's already a deal signed. But yeah, obviously it's not they're waiting down on paper. So obviously they're waiting until after tomorrow night. 
Yep. I mean, you could do that just to screw with them. Um, so I went with pending UFA Jack Johnson. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just kidding. I went with I went with Colin Blackwell. Okay. You know, yeah. Depth centerman. He's under contract. I think he's pretty good. And I can't remember if it was him or someone else on the Chicklets who told a really funny story about being in poli sci. Oh, geez. And like the teacher asked him, like, are you a right wing or left wing? And he said, I play center. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was him, but I can't I can't remember. Yeah. So But that's just me. I mean, obviously Jack Johnson shouldn't even have a job next year. <laughs> um, but if I had to guess, it's gonna be with the Ottawa Senators. Go play with Matt Murray. That's that was always a great combination. Oh my god, if <laughs> if they actually do that, Matt Murray's just gonna Matt Murray would kill Pierre Dorian himself. <laughs> yep. Let's see. So moving on to Ottawa. Speaking of Ottawa. <laughs> oh. Hey. Um, so they went 7-3-1 as well. Um, so for forwards, they protected Drake Batherson, Connor Brown. Logan Brown, Nick Paul, Brady Kachuk, Austin Watson, and Colin White. And then defensemen, they protected Thomas Shabbat, Victor Mete, and Nikita Zaitsev, with their goaltender being Philip Gustafson. Yeah, Philip Gustafson. They left Matt Murray. Noted Pittsburgh Penguin. Yeah, they they left Matt Murray (laughs) exposed. They know he's not getting taken in this expansion draft. I mean... (sighs) Swiss cheese Murray. So if, if we talk about Murray for a second, I I love Matt Murray. I will never not love him. Um I honestly and so I I, I heard some people talking about like, oh, what if you just protect Flurry and Vegas takes Murray and whatever? Uh and then Murray but then that's going under the assumption that Murray still falls off a cliff. Which I know, and every other Penguins fan knows, if you go back in time, protect Flurry, uh, Murray becomes the greatest goaltender of all time. Yeah, it really is. That's how that works. That is how that works. Um, I think the Penguins goaltending coach who came in after 2017 uh, probably killed him because, and the Ottawa goaltending coach probably just is trying to fix it, doing his best. Yeah. Um, There's only so but, much you can fix sometimes when it's all the uh, Yeah, years. because the exact same thing is happening to Tristan Jari now. Yeah, and it's the same. Uh, he's having the exact same problems. So it, they just need to fire that coach into. Yeah, they just need to fire that coach into the sun. And we'll get to the Penguins in a couple of uh, a couple of teams. Yeah. So from the Senators, I went Joey Decord. You know, he's a young goalie. Definitely. He's he's a contract, which you need. He's only 24. I think he's got a lot of upsides. So you could really just throw him in the system, let him go ham for like three years, and then bring him up. You know, at least have maybe you have a Vesna winner. Suck yeah. it, Ottawa. I don't know. That'd be exactly. cool. Uh, I went with Joshua Brown, uh, right defenseman. That um, who that was who I had until I changed it this morning because I only had two goalies. Yeah, but yeah, Josh Brown is a really good pick. I could totally see that happening. Um, you know, it's a good pick, but and I think Ottawa's okay with losing him because they have a ton of defensive prospects. They do. Uh, but apparently, their uh, DJ Smith just doesn't like 
<laughs> he's just um, losing the name. Eric Branstrom. Apparently, he just doesn't like him. Apparently not. Because, yeah. Just funny to me, but whatever. Right, so um, Philadelphia. Ha. Ha. Losers. So they went 7 3 1 again. Um, yep. They protected Nicholas Aube Kubo. Is that correct? Maybe. I yeah, I think actually. Yeah. No, and I then, think you uh, got that right. Sean Couturier, Claude Giroux, Kevin Hayes. Uh, Travis Konechny, or Travis Konechny, Scott Lawton, and Oscar Lindblom. Yep, uh, sounds about right. Defenseman was Ryan Ellis, which noted Newly noted acquired. Philadelphia Flyer Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Ellis, uh, Ivan Provov, oh, and Travis I Sanheim. Just noticed that deal. Uh, and then uh, Carter Hart. <laughs> I don't feel like that deal gets talked enough about. What the Ryan that- Ellis deal? That's kind of a yikes, dog. Refresh me on what it is. Did these? he just? Uh, it's six two five million f- till twenty twenty seven. Oh my! Did he just sign that? He might have. Huh. Might have been recent for sure. All okay. right. So, okay. Who did you grab from Philadelphia? From Philly, I nabbed. Uh, who did I? Who did I do? Ah, yes, Justin Braun. Yep, same. Okay. Yep. <laughs> right-handed defenseman, cost control deal. You can move him uh if he if you suck. 34. If you keep him, teach some He's a wonderful middle forward defenseman. You know, he can do that. All right, let's go to a team that I can actually confidently talk about now. The Pittsburgh Penguins. In the Pittsburgh Penguins. Go ahead. So, 7 through 1, of course. So, we have Malkin, Crosby, Gensel, Rust, Kapanen, and Teddy Bluger. And then not Jared McCann. No, noted, noted because Toronto Maple Leafs, Jeff, Jared McCann. Yeah, yeah, because we traded Jared McCann in order to protect Jeff Carter, which when you look at it, I don't know if you know what's going on with Malkin right now. Um, he had surgery after the... After the playoff loss, and it's said he could be out uh, for actually the timeline isn't exactly known. Noted so front I, office man. They, they, I'm <laughs> getting <laughs> Malkin. Oh, dude! If Malkin retires, he's going back to Russia because his wife doesn't like Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, do you blame her? Look at Pittsburgh. Uh, hey, <laughs> be nice. No, I I didn't roast Carolina. I'm not saying I'm not saying we don't teams, need to have I'm a bunch of angry Yinzers on us, okay? <laughs> Can we saying, just the city is known for producing steel. Steel is dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not like it's like San Francisco smog or anything. So <laughs> okay. So they protected Jeff Carter um because they feel like they're gonna need him as a second line center. And honestly, if he keeps scoring like he did after the deadline. Am I gonna think about Jared McCann? Probably no. not. If if this man keeps scoring in like every other game and just randomly like dropping four goals, because why not? Uh did he do that, that the be game awesome. after he got traded too? No, it was a couple games, but he just like dropped four on Buffalo because lol. Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> and then yeah, and then we get to our defensive core. Which Chris Letang, of course, I could I feel like he's probably gonna get a contract this summer. Um, 
So we, we have three real notable UFAs after next season in Malkin, Latang, and Brian Rust. Uh, I really hope Brian Rust gets a contract this summer. I don't care what it takes. I know he's 30 or he's going to be 30. I feel like you need to get him on like at least like a four or five year something kind of deal. Or like maybe like a six. If he wants six, then you go down to three. If he doesn't, then maybe you go up to four or five. Like, yeah. Five by five. If Zach Hyman's going to get something higher than five at five, Brian Rust absolutely can. He's dealt with injuries, but nothing, I don't think, lingering. So it's all been pretty cut and dry. Yeah. I'd really like to see him get an extension. Obviously, he's one of my favorite players. So I'd love an extension there. Malkin, who's been my favorite player forever, you know, I'd love to see him extended, but I don't just logically, I don't think it's going to happen because I think they're going to need to see him play to get the number. Yeah. Um, Obviously, of course, it makes sense. They protected him on like what super genius Mark Madden said that they shouldn't, (laughs) which is hilarious. If you, if you look at everything Mark Madden said leading up to it, the Penguins did almost the exact opposite, which is amazing to me. So, uh, and of course, past Latang, who, like I said, probably getting a contract this summer. Uh, again, like maybe the six by three, uh, actually he's 34, maybe not six by three, but if he wants six, maybe he's like six by two or something like that. I don't know. Uh, Mike Matheson, who's this yikes of a contract, but he's a pretty damn good hockey player. And he's fun to watch too. He's he's yeah. because he's big and he can move. Man, he passes the eye test. Yeah, I want I want to see him on the wing so badly. <laughs> I feel like this man would be such a good power forward, but I know that's never gonna happen. Um, and then of course Brian Dumoulin, because why would you not protect Brian Dumoulin? He's one of the best defensive defensemen in the game. If you disagree, you can come at me, but I mean the Penguins record with him versus what it is without him really just speaks for itself. Yeah, it really like it's does. it's it's astronomically better with him. I don't have the exact numbers, but I can tell you it's better. Tristan Jari dude sucked in the playoffs. Um, but you know what? It makes sense. He's already been to an all-star game. He's been lights out in regular seasons. He's got all the talent in the world. Just get the man a goalie coach, please. <laughs> Just get the man a goalie coach. He'll, I, I, he's only 26. You know, goalies, sometimes they take a while. I think, you know, obviously he's only under contract for another two years. So if he doesn't pull out of it, you can, you can probably get out of that deal. Yeah. Um, you know, Casey DeSmith noted good goaltender you know only on a cheap deal he's got a contract i could see that happening i kind of hope it doesn't you know we could address the assault thing if you want i don't really think that there's too much there personally it happened when he was in college he was put through a court for uh i believe was it aggravated? I don't know. I don't, I don't It was remember. an assault of some kind, and then he, he yeah. basically had to do 40 hours of community mm-hmm. service yeah. and, and uh, go through drug or alcohol treatment. Right. And he's 29 Which now, so... He, he has ago. done... He's put it in his past. He's been nothing but a great guy since landing in Pittsburgh. The fan base loves him. I personally hope he sticks around because he's a... He's, a, in my opinion, he's an awesome 1B. 
like Jari, I don't know if you remember like way early into the season, Jari kind of struggled out of the gate and then picked it up as the season went on. Yeah. And then obviously fell off a cliff again in the playoffs, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and then Casey DeSmith, he picked up that slack. Exactly. Like, I don't know. The Penguins up- were sitting in like third, fifth, third, fourth, and third, like throughout a lot of the season. And then Jari started heating up and they started to climb. So I hope the Smith stays. That's a potential crack and pick. The Penguins are probably one of the more interesting teams, or maybe it's just the team I know how to talk about. I don't know. <laughs> Um, say, yeah, th- I mean, they've got some decent, you know, options out there. I mean, you've got yeah. Marcus Patterson gets a lot of hate, but he does a job. He does it well. Um, personally, if I want the Kraken to pick a player, I want it to be him or Zucker. We'll get to Zucker. Uh, so Patterson, you know, he's a lefty. I don't have him on my team because personally, I wouldn't pick him. Um, but I could still definitely see the crack in doing it you know he makes he makes a lot of money i would really like to use that money elsewhere notably on a cody cc extension for like two million dollars please good hockey player cody noted CC. good hockey player cody cc uh no i had cc for norris in my bio for a while and i, I was being completely legit um i don't i don't feel like the kraken pick him for any reason i mean he he at this point, Cody Cece really has two routes. He played great uh, the entire year outside of a couple games. Um, and I feel like he could either turn this into, okay, I'm just going to sign a two-year deal worth like $2 million in Pittsburgh and keep playing good hockey, or turn it into like a $4 million payday. I'm get paid. And yeah, if he gets a payday, and you know, if he gets a payday somewhere else, good for him. He came yeah. in, he did his job, and he left. Yeah, he left. He and left there's, under unceremonious circumstances in right Toronto. There's right, but, but I know, mean, they were trying it's, to play and it's going to be first line names. exactly. We we like, I, and I mean, we did the same thing with Trevor Daly. It's like yeah. everyone was like, "Oh my God, the Penguins fixed Trevor Daly." It's like, no, we just put him in a role to succeed. Exactly. <laughs> so, who'd you take from the Penguins? Well, if we go to the forwards. <laughs> so I can talk about the forwards. Uh, we have obviously we have three notables. We have Jason Zucker and Brandon Tanev, who I'll talk about first because I didn't pick them. So you have Jason Zucker, who's under contract for another two years at five point five million. Uh, dude was really good two years ago after getting to the Penguins. I think he was like 0.75 point a game. I want to say somewhere, and he was noticeably good in the Montreal series where a lot of penguins were not. Um, I obviously he's one of my preferred guys to go to the Kraken. If not, I, all I can do is just hope for a rebound because we gave up a lot to get him. Thanks, Jim. Um, and then we have Brandon Tanev who I'd like to see on the penguins next year, but if the Kraken take him, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. We know who Brandon Tanev is. He's fast. He hits hard. He's energetic. We know who he is, but he's not, He's not a point producer. He's not an analytic analytical darling. We know what he does. We know, we know, (laughs) we know who he is. We know what he does. He's under contract for a long time uh, at three and a half million. You know, if the crack can take it, so be it. Um, I have them taking Zach Asperis. Who personally is just, it's, it's the logical, it's, it's the logical pick for me. He's cheap. He's young. He's cost-controlled. The only real negative I can think of is he doesn't really score a whole lot, and he has Arbrights. Um, but he scores when he, he's needed to. Like, But 
you're not getting him for scoring. You're getting him for his 100% defensive rate, analytical defensive rating in wins above replacement. You're getting him for defense, for the defensive zone, for the penalty kill. That's why you're getting him. Um, so that's who I think the Kraken should take. But I really, I, I want Zach Aston Reese on the Penguins next year. I would, I really want them to take Zucker or Patterson, but they're probably going to take Zach, Zach Aston Reese. Well, so. They don't in my, in my team. Hold on. Uh, my team. Who do, who do them, they take on your team? Uh, I have them taking more defensive depth. I've got them taking Chad Ruedel. Huh? $700,000. Why would you take Johnny Sins from me? I, he's cheap. He's defenseman depth, right? right yeah. Here. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's usable defense, uh, cheap defensive depth depth. I definitely agree with that. I mean, he's nothing more than a third pair guy who can come in an injury replacement, which is why this is actually somewhat upsetting because I know that the defensive core <laughs> is just going to die the minute the season starts, just like this year. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, I feel like now is a good time to bring it up. Happy uh, NHL retirement to noted Pittsburgh Penguin Yannick Weber. Yep. Um, the the uh, the decor got a nuke dropped on it. I don't know if you remember this. And then he drove eleven hours through a snowstorm uh, to play for the Penguins. Oh yeah, I remember hearing so, that. So absolutely legendary by Yannick Weber. Uh, I believe he's going to continue playing in Sweden. So. I wish him good luck in that endeavor. Yep, exactly. Um, I feel like he's the best Weber to have ever played for both Nashville and Montreal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, Duncan on Shea. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so happy retirement to him. But, yeah, so Absolutely. that's about that. And then just another, the final thing on this is the defensive list for the Penguins was actually quite easy to put together. Because their most notable young defensemen uh, in John Marino and Pierre Olivier Joseph are both exempt, which very nice. And that's that's the way it fell. You know, I mean, obviously, it just would have been Matheson, who probably wouldn't have been picked anyway, uh, who would have lost the spot for Marino. Um, but we probably would have been screwed if. Uh, POJ had to be protected as well. But anyway, four, four and four. <laughs> so like I said from the Penguins, I take uh, Zach Aston Reese. And also your pick is I, I hate that so much because <laughs> it's depth and it doesn't free up any money. I that is. Did you do that just to make me angry? No, I just did. It this is no money. It's depth. no money. It is. And that's, that, another thing. Uh, that's because... an upsetting result for me. Like I will, I would be more angry if they picked Chad Ruedel than I would be if they picked Tanev. Because <laughs> it's not, it's less money off the books. That's ridiculous. Okay. All right. All right moving so on, move to, on to the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. Um, they protected seven, three, and one. They protected Rudolph Balchers, Balsers. Don't know. Uh, I think never it's heard Um, then Logan Couture. Uh, of course. Jonathan uh, Dolan. Oh my god, he's making eight. Oh my god, that's a big deal. Yeah. Thomas Ooh, Hurdle, is, why? Evander Kane, Kevin. How does? Doug, and oh Kimo my god, Mark. how does Doug Wilson have a job? I don't know because nobody. This is brutal. Logan Couture's 
making eight million till twenty twenty seven. Eric Carlson's making eleven and a half till twenty twenty seven. Brent Burns is making eight till twenty five. Vlasic's making seven till twenty twenty six. Jesus Christ. Jones is making five seven five until twenty four. That's insane. Mm, term. This is insane. <laughs> so for defense, Why? for defense, when they're protecting um, uh, Brent Burns, Eric Carlson, and uh, Mark Edward Vlasic, and then why recently? Acquired oh, it's because you have Hill. to. I see. Because you have to protect these guys. I see. Correct. Yeah. So, and the noted shark, Aiden Hill. Yeah, noted shark. So uh, you and I, I'm pretty sure, picked the same guy here. It's got to be Ryan Donato. Absolutely. I mean, dude's got arm rights, but that's not really too big of a deal. No. Uh, you know, he's a current RFA. Is he a current RFA? He'll yeah. Because yeah, technically, it still went into effect uh, on the first. Yeah. Yeah. He's a current RFA. He's got Arbright's, so they should probably sign him. But, you know, he's the best player available, and, you know, he's kind of dropping into your lap. So take him, Seattle. I mean, there's not really too much to that. So St. Louis, another interesting team. This is, you see, another fun one, and a team that I can kind of talk about because they're my second favorite team. 7-3-1 again. Yes. Uh, Ivan Barbashev, Jordan Kairou, yeah. Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron, Braden Shen, Oscar mm-hmm. Sundqvist, and all of that Thomas. makes sense. All, all of it makes sense. Uh, defenseman Justin Falk, Tori Krug, and Colton Pareko. Again, yep. makes sense. Again, and all of it makes sense. Jordan Bennington. Again, makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, notable. He's he's been kind of bad, kind of good. I mean, he was the only reason it went to four against the Avs. Yeah. <laughs> he he was he was actually noticeably okay against the Avalanche. It's just the Avalanche are holy shitting good. Yeah, the Avalanche are ridiculous. So yeah, one notable exception on the, actually uh, a couple on the list of um well, but on the forwards for sure. Would be, uh, yeah, uh, one Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah, quite interesting. Personally, I don't know if I would do it, but I dare you, Ron Francis. I mean, I please for the sake of <laughs> chaos. Take Vladimir Tarasenko, PK Subban, and Carey Price. Oh God! <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Forgot about Do it. Subban being for the being exposed. How much money? It's, it's like, it like five and a half, six million. Yeah, Subban makes nine. Oh, does it with nine? Oh my! Subban God. makes nine for another year. Yeah. Uh, so Sammy Blay, who's a good, who would be a good pick for them. Although, who I think they should pick is Vincent Dunn off of off of their defense. He's a current RFA. He's 24. He has noted attitude issues, um, which are fuck you, play me more. Yeah, I'm really good. His attitude issues are (laughs) why aren't you playing me? His attitude issues is I'm good, play me. Exactly. I wait. Why is Justin Falk listed as a lefty? Uh, okay <laughs> sure <laughs> whatever okay but either way yeah basically for the blues it's not too hard you're gonna lose someone good it's either tarasenko play or done unless you make a side deal have which i think marco scandella that would be a wizard side oh my god <laughs> he's under contract till 2024 how did you how did that get signed how is that not no made idea. fun of every day 
It really it, should be. Literally, like, you just don't give Justin Falk his contract until you sign Petrangelo. And then don't fucking Scott sign Scandella to that. Exactly. All oh right. my so, god. The yeah, Doug Armstrong. Yeah. Moving on to what are Tampa you, Bay. Why are the two Armstrongs just doing dumb shit and getting away with it? I don't know. So Tampa <laughs> Bay was is our first four uh four four uh team. No, it's our second. Well, no, no, that was the first one was the three five. Okay. Sure. <laughs> So eight, they, eight skaters. We'll yes, go eight with that. Second game. eight skater team. Yeah. So they protected four forwards: Anthony Sorelli, Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point, and Steven Stamkos. Uh, I'm uh, kind of surprised yeah. that they protected Stamkos myself, knowing that they're trying to potentially move him. But I guess hey, they want I don't know if that's forward. more than just haha fun rumors. Maybe. Uh, and Plus, you could probably get something back for Stamkos. He was they, healthy most of the year, wasn't protect, he? he? Um, I, I mean, he's normally made a glass, but yeah. Last year, the made of glass was Kucherov. So, <laughs> but uh, so then I feel like he probably could have been playing by February, oh, but he absolutely could have been, but <laughs> Cap. probably, yeah. Uh, but uh, Cap so convention, uh, Eric, Sarah, <gasps> he was under point a game, Ryan McDonough, and McKenzie he scored Ferguson. notably less goals than Brian Rust. Yeah, Brian Rust better than Stamkos confirmed. And then Andre Vasilevsky is the goalie that they protected. So, I mean, Brian Rust is just Tampa's dad, and he has been ever since. Yep. So, <laughs> 2016. There are some seven. interesting options from the Lightning because left open, left available with term uh, on the forwards are Andre Palat, Yanni Gord, Tyler Johnson, Alex Kalorn. Who, by the way, <laughs> Tyler Johnson has ties to Seattle, to the Seattle area. Okay. So just just pointing that out. Uh, and that's really like you're you're gonna take a forward off of Tampa Bay. They were an extremely well, good offense. I didn't. You, who did you take? Calfoot. Okay, no, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So I I took Yanni Gord because I also took uh, Barclay Goudreau. Uh, yeah, okay. So All right. I'm gonna try and basically use Yanni Gord to basically say mm. Barclay, I can pay you the same amount as the Rangers, and I got you Yanni Gord. <laughs> that makes sense. I, so. I could see I could see that that's kind of a mega brain. Although Yanni, that's going to be an expensive third line. It would be, it would be, but it, I mean, you probably played as your second line for a year or two. I don't yeah. know, but yeah. I went with Cal Foot because right-handed D are hard to find, and he's, he's a child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other notable that I would have probably gone with is uh, Alex Barry Boulet. Yep. I don't know if I'm saying yeah, that right, yeah, or, or whatever. Yeah, potentially Pat Maroon, just for the sake of fun, get the big rig. You can market him, <laughs> yeah, and he true. makes 900k. Yeah, like, that's fair. like you know, when you bring up like when they bring up guys like PK Subban and Carey Price, is like, oh, they're marketable players. It's like Pat Maroon's marketable, and he makes 900k. Yeah, not ten and a half million but, dollars. Like, yeah, but I I pick Cal Foot because. I don't want to help Tampa. He's a right defenseman. He's young. I think that's a great get. I think I think that's what Seattle does. Um, unless like, you know, Tampa like throws a ton of firsts at you to take a contract. Like, and maybe and maybe you can get a guy like Tyler Johnson for pick considerations and then just take Calfoot anyway. Yeah. 
could maybe something like that. I don't know. All right, so moving on to Toronto, mm-hmm. we got a. We're coming down to the end here, but we're about an hour over the record time we were going for. Yep. Yeah. I was like, we started this at like seven twenty, and it's nine oh six. Um. So, but uh, so uh, Toronto Maple Leafs did four and four. They went Mitchell Marner, Austin Matthews, William Nylander, John Tavares, the big four. They had to defensemen. They went T.J. Brody, Jake Muzzin, Morgan Riley, and Justin Hall, which is interesting because they just gave Dermot an extension. Um, and then goalie Jack Campbell. So Al Dubas is simultaneously the smartest and the dumbest GM at the same time. Yeah, we do have to talk about actually. The wait, that was wait. Second smartest is yeah. Eiserman's on the top. Yes. So. so, um, the trade that was made on July 17th between the Maple Leafs and the Penguins <sighs> saw the Maple Leafs acquire Jared McCann and the Pittsburgh Penguins require uh, acquire. Uh, Philip Hollander, who is what who they gave up in the Casperi Kapanen deal. Yes. So now they essentially traded the 15th overall pick and Jared McCann for Casperi so, Kapanen. Yeah. But they also but, got a seventh round pick. <laughs> here's the thing. I like Philip Hollander. I like him being back in the organization. Not a huge fan of trading Jared McCann, frankly. Like, you know, it's always talked about like, oh, he could play center. Um, it's like, well, um, He's better on the wing, but sure. It's like center behind Crosby. I feel like they could have. I mean, I doubt Seattle would have taken Carter. I guess it was just a risk they didn't want to make. But, you know, I will feel a whole lot better if Toronto just, if what they get out of the trade is you get to keep a player you already had in Kerfoot, who, you know, I think you take McCann. I also say I, I don't really hurt more he's under contract for another year but it walks him to you unrestricted free agency unlike jared mccann who's making about half a million less for one less year but, it's but RFA. he's the rfa yeah. and i don't know if he has our rights he probably does let me find it probably but yeah yeah so he I, does. I also said you take jared mccann he does have arbitration rights i think I think you take him um, if you're Seattle. He's a flippable guy, but I mean, I'm going to be honest. He's a guy you want to use. He's a very streaky guy, and then he kind of just disappears in the playoffs. But I mean, clearly you, know, you take Jason Spetz. The, the Pittsburgh Penguins have just disappeared in the playoffs for the last three years, so it's yeah. fine. I don't really, I don't really hold like disappearing in the playoffs for the last three years against any of these guys. It's no, like the whole team. Every, yeah, everybody did. Like, Whoop, we've lost you. Oh, there you go. Okay. Malkin puts up points, uh, put up points in the playoffs, but people were knocking him like, oh, he wasn't back checking. And it's like, and then he got a knee surgery. And it's like, oh, I guess that makes sense. I mean, he still had five points in four games. Like, he's still Evgeny Malkin. Yep. But I mean, he's just getting older. So, yeah. Take Jared McCann. Stop being stupid. Leave Kerfoot for the Leafs, um, and then they'll probably do something that looks smart and dumb at the same time. But let's be honest: what the Leafs really should have done is gone seven three and one. And if you lose Justin Hall, oh well. Exactly, you have Travis Dermott. Dude's he's, dude, he's thirty, and he's not even that good. The, I think the reason he's not that good. I think the reason they didn't go 
731 is because yeah, you you protect Kerfoot, and then you pr- now protect McCann. You protect and then McCann. If, who else Kerfoot. Do you protect? Do you Simmons, Engvall, Spezza? <laughs> like what? Who was your seven? You want to know? You want to know how to really mega brain this? You do the you do the seven and one. <laughs> The eight total skater, yeah, great. Or, yeah, Genius. I don't know. I I don't know. No. So, all right. So, moving on to Vancouver. yeah, I feel like I feel like both the Penguins and the Leafs just tried to overthink this draft really hard, and it kind of did, yeah. Like, and now it's like, okay, the Penguins got Philip Hollander, woo, and the Leafs got to keep a guy they already had, woo. All right. So Vancouver went seven. Oh, three, Jim. And one. Jim, Jim, Jim. They protected forwards Brock Besser, Jason Dickinson, Bo Horvat, JT Miller, Tyler Mott, Tanner Pearson, and Elias Pedersen. Defenseman uh, Ali uh, Yolevi, maybe? Uh, Yolevi? I believe it's Oli Yolevi. I believe it's Scandinavian. I, I yes, I, I'm an English speaker. I when when you start putting multiple vowels next to each other, I start to lose my brain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Tyler Myers and Nate Schmidt, and then of course they protected goaltender Thatcher Demko. Yep. So who'd you take here? I've got. Oh, if I could read his name, let me just zoom the screen in here. Where'd it go? Uh, wait, who did I take? Ah, uh, I took Jonah Gedovich, who I've never heard of, uh, but apparently he's a pretty bruising to a power forward. He's only 22. Um, he's put up not great numbers in the NHL and only decent numbers in minor leagues, but you know, I, I just figure he's under a contract. Um, I was looking for a contract and he's a young contract that counts toward the 20. So yep. there's that. Who'd you take? I grabbed Matthew Highmore. Uh, okay. Again, similar reason. It's Highmore. just kind of like, eh. yeah, he, he's guy again. Yep. All right. Let's just burn through the capitals the because I hate them. Yep. Vanacek. We know it's Vanacek. Yep, cool. Cool. Uh, <laughs> The Jets, it's DeMello. We know it's DeMello. Oh, Move I on. actually didn't. I took Nathan W. Ah, you're dumb. It's okay. DeMello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep cap low. So. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you see, I have cap to spend. I mean, I Also, he only makes three, three point. Uh, no, that's just three. Yeah, that's a really good deal. True. Yeah, it's, it's Dylan DeMello. It's okay. Windy. All right. So. How much cap did you end up with? I ended up at seventy-one point two million. I ended up at fifty point eight. But you've got a lot of, uh, you've got a lot of. RFAs. Yeah, I have, I have, I have nine RFAs on the team, and then yep. Chris Drieger. So that it's probably gonna look. It would probably look more like twenty to fifteen. Yeah, somewhere like that. Um. So there it is. Um, I don't know if we have really anything else to go through other nope. than congrats to Luke Prokip, I Pro, believe. Prokop, Prokop, something. Yeah, I for, don't know. For coming you know, out third, third round pick of the Nashville Predators. You know, uh, he's only 19. So what he yeah. did took a lot of good on him. It took a lot of balls to do. Good for him. I hope uh, he has a good career. 
Yeah, I I really I'll be, do. I'll be rooting for him. Yeah, me too. You know, he's uh, he's a likable guy. The way he did it was tasteful. You know, it wasn't really like a look at me thing. It's just like a hey, hey, just to let you know you should know. This. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So good for him. Yep. Exactly. Uh, that's about that. All right. I so, think that wraps up everything. So I think that wraps it. Uh, so if, if you've anybody, made it this far, say, if anybody's made it this far into the into the podcast, yeah. the first episode of chaos, um, if you if you've made it this far, uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I'm oh, sure yeah. John does as well. Um, I, I'm very we, appreciative. I'm, I'm surprised you've made it this far. If you want to get in contact, <laughs> we do have a Twitter uh, yeah. it is at hockey on ice pod. Um, and so that's where you can find us on Twitter. Um, we don't uh, currently have anything you can find me on Twitter at John Schoenthal. Yeah. You know, um, or you could just follow the the main you podcast. can just find you can just find it through um the podcast page. Yeah. It's kind of cringe though. So it, yeah. Well, I mean everything is kind of cringy, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of our thing. So, anyways, yeah. thank you guys for uh tuning in and listening. If you've made it this far, uh, I'm not sure how you did, but hey, we appreciate anybody that's made it this far. So thank Bucks you guys. Six. And we will see you guys uh, whenever we make another podcast. We haven't really decided that much yet. No, so after the draft, posted. Tim. Sometime after, after the, draft. the draft. Sometime. All right. All right. Bucks and six. Bucks and six.